We want to welcome everyone back to BNB Presents the Black Media Podcast. And tonight we have another uh, Tubi movie to review. Uh, it was interesting to say the least. <laughs> Before we get into that topic, uh, my name is Ben and to my right. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. You got me, you got Nada. Thanks for tuning in. And to my right, who we got? Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Betty, 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 Betty. Y'all, what up, though? All right. And we watched a movie called Unsurety. It came out in 2021 <laughs> and kind of unsure why we picked this movie. So let me just people, was suge- people was uh, recommended it on social media. It must have been the people mm-hmm. that made the damn movie. So let me, <laughs> read, <laughs> let me read the plot summary. So uh, suspecting her longtime boyfriend of cheating on her again, Olivia has had <laughs> enough and is ready to cut ties. As she embarks on the single life yet again, an old college flame, Corey re-enters her life unexpectedly. Corey, an NFL player, is ready to settle down and find the one, has Olivia in his sights, and will do it, and will do whatever it takes to make her his lady. Realizing she is not ready to rekindle a relationship with him, she slows things down so she can focus on herself and her family. Who is sleeping with who? And when are the plaguing questions? throughout the movie twists and turns will ultimately prove we don't know as much as we think we know amen to that through <laughs> laughs and tears this movie will touch on your life family friends and uh family ties and bonds uh my first question is is from the thumbnail slash cover of the movie what what drew us to pick this movie who who brought this movie up let's put that person down first. Oh, so now we're going to go straight to let's accountability, go ahead, huh? Let's go ahead on there. Who, straight who to accountability, huh? <laughs> oh, it's going to be a fault. Huh? Who, what about the thumbnail or the, or the cover that said, you know what, We even though it was on this list that we saw movies, why did we say, like, you know what, we should okay. go with this one? I take, I take the bullet for that one. I picked this one only because um, it was a lot of hype on social media about it saying, oh, this is good. Y'all check this out. Ooh, okay. I just watched that and, you know, y'all should check it out. And, and um, no, we could have left this right where it was at. Betty, you didn't vote this down. Neither did I. So I was, I, I just looked at the cover and kind of, you know, looked at the cover and everybody else saying, check it out. I was like, ah, must have been the thing to do. Betty, what's your thoughts? <laughs> looking at this thumb, looking at the thumbnail, this shit funny as fuck. First of all, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention while we had Corey with the little lead to the side. This right. is terrible. By the way, um, I I I said this last week. I said it the week before. Um, I was just wanting to watch it because everybody talked about it was so good. So I didn't pay attention to the thumbnail until just this moment. Uh, but. We was gonna give it a whirl after that mm. terrible suggestion last week, Benny. Yeah, but, I think we all been taking the L. Who you haven't taken the L yet? Have you, Benny? <laughs> I, I did. We remember we switched oh. the movie all together. <laughs> Yours so bad. We switched that bitch. That's what it was. We we, we changed the whole thing around. At like now. two o'clock in the morning, we like do something different. This ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I got you. Retreat. My, retreat. <laughs> my next question is. Nada, how do you think the sound and the cinematography, how did it visually look to you? Okay, so remember last week when I told y'all I usually watch Tubi on a tablet? Yeah. So this week I did try something a little different and I actually watched it on TV and it looked good. 
Okay. It looked like a like a like a real prime time production. Okay. Sound was on point. I didn't have to turn it up all the way up, you know, because sometimes the audio will be trash or during mm-hmm. like the action scenes, it's, it's like a spike in the audio. It was a nice balance throughout. Um, yeah, it was good. Betty, sight, uh, visually and uh, sound, how was it? I think it was. Um, I think it was good. I think the visual. Uh, aspect. I think, you know, we still hovered on that 720. Um, it might be my TV <laughs> at this point, but um, I think it was good. I think the sound quality was good. One of the things about the visual aspect of the movie that I thought, I thought that the homes um, were beautiful, like Corey's yeah. home, um, Olivia's home, and her dad's home were very beautiful homes. Um, not those trap houses, though, but, you know, right. The homes are beautiful, so I think they did a good job. Uh, Benny, I think something caught your eye about uh, the visual of one of the uh, scenes there. I didn't uh, even catch the, it, it, but you caught was it. Was it the beginning? Was it the beginning? Benny? Oh, I didn't even get. Was I didn't even get there. I didn't, How you didn't I didn't get, get to the beginning? Oh. oh no, I'm not saying I, I. I think I was ready to talk about that beginning part, or is that where you noticed the issue that you had? Yeah, well, I would say visually. I mean, sound wise, it was pretty good. Visually whoever was working the camera was panning perfectly, meaning like, if I'm talking, he was zooming in on me. If Nada's talking, he's zooming in on her. If Betty talking, he's zooming in on her. So whoever was running the camera was doing an A1 job. Whoever was in charge of continuity, meaning (laughs) who who was in charge of making sure things are supposed to be, or who's in charge of certain scenes, forgot to buy these people in the refrigerator. So, So, and I think this was like a development that I think they shot this in like uh, like a new development for housing because it was the mm. same layout. Only knew I knew it was different. The fireplaces was different because one fireplace mm. was black and one was white, but they were mm. all kind of laid out the same, and the door was the same, and the banister was the same, and n- nobody that had a refrigerator. Was missing. And the refrigerator was. <laughs> they did a casting call. Like anybody got a new spot that we can just film for two days and that's how we got there before they before they moved it all in so i didn't think that though but that was a good observation now the next question is we start with nada how was the acting so okay let's back up back it on up when we when we look up at this this uh when we when we look at the title of this uh this movie right was it listed as a drama or a comedy or what was it listed as it was trying to give us both. It was kind of. It was. It was supposed to be both, but okay. Uh, it was supposed to be. It was. So, I think it was funny because, like, it was considered like a, a low drama. budget. It, it's a drama. Yeah, it said yeah. it was a drama. Wow. So I would it say definitely it was, was funny. Yeah, and, and some of the act, what you know, the, the acting was just kind of like low budget. Um, but something I noticed, like what was what was the football player's name? What was his name? Corey. 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 His acting in the beginning was kind of trash, but as the movie progressed, I saw he him. Yeah, he got better. So I'm like, did they take time off while they were shooting this movie and put him in some <laughs> acting classes? Because you know, he, sometimes he, they'd be filming over a period of time, like a that's long what I'm period. Saying. Of time. So I'm thinking that benefited him because, like I said, later on in the movie, he his his acting got. I mean, it was still, you know, bad, but it wasn't as bad as it was in the beginning because some of those scenes were very dramatic. And I think they were trying to make it dramatic for the comedy side of it. It was supposed to be a straight drama. 
Betty, what you <laughs> well, think about the fun. actor? I mean, the stuff was funny. <laughs> <laughs> the worst actor was the daddy. I thought he the daddy the did pretty good. Oh my god, he was terrible, at, especially at the end. Like when he found out when he met uh, RJ at the end. Right. I was like, oh come on. He was it drunk just, and got sober walking to that door. So oh I my god, yeah, he got sobered up quick as fuck, didn't he? <laughs> but then it was like, and then Olivia's acting wasn't that great. Like nobody's acting was great. I think the only person who I think their acting was okay was the sister. Jasmine, mm-hmm. one who had the smaller part, I think her acting was okay. Because it was but, a smaller part. Yeah, everybody else, it was <laughs> like, you know, I've, I've been watching a couple, every time we watch a movie for recording, I watch a series of other movies, and there is a difference, though. Like, some of the movies that are in Detroit, some of them are really good. Like, the yes. actors are good. Yeah. Um, so I just watched a couple, I won't name the ones, just in case we want to talk about them later. But this wasn't that. Like these are people who probably just it wasn't good. It wasn't that great. So I got a question to ask. I know that we have like an outline that we like to stick to, but I got a question. Do Go y'all ahead. think? Do y'all think with some of these two B movies, if they even have acting coaches, or are they just trying to memorize their scripts? I think they just give them a script and be like, "Do your thing, little, little daddy." Yeah, not. I don't think that they have acting coaches. Um. I don't think that at all. I don't think that some of, I think some of them are developing over time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they probably don't make enough. I mean, I'm not speaking, count nobody pockets of pocket watching, but some of these productions are not allowing for people to have um, ample enough disposable income to be hiring real acting coaches. Right. Maybe they doing YouTube, YouTube and acting or something. I don't know, but yeah, that's a good question. So I would say, to, oh, go ahead. Just to pick, sorry, Benny, just to piggyback off of that question real quick. Do you think acting coaches would have made a difference or would, is the storyline still trash? I, I would say this. You can have an <laughs> acting coach, but it goes down to who's directing and the backstory of your character. So for this movie to be an hour, 45 minutes or so, yeah. It was rushed and over-explained. So an and audience who haven't seen the movie, this is what I mean. We don't know why certain characters were, were, we didn't know what their occupation was until we were told in a monologue what it was. So it'd be like, oh, Betty, thank you for that suggestion because I know you have been selling your own line of lipstick for over 25 years. You are a perfect person to talk to about this. It's like, uh, oh okay. yeah, what you're oh, talking to her dad about the daddy being a <laughs> right. forensic. Uh, yes, daddy, you was. are a forensic scientist. You have been qualified to do this for over 37 years, and he just so happened to keep his DNA test laying around the crib. I thought he just got these fucking swabs on deck. Like, like, but yes, that was one of the things that I felt like. <laughs> that was one of the things in the storyline where I felt like we needed to know to get to where we are, like where the story was going, I guess. Like, that was something that they needed oh, yeah. to tell us because we they have enough time to put him in no lab and show, you know, he was retired. So I guess it was all in I the think, point, but uh, I get what you're saying. I think if you were an actor, you would take creative license to be like, well, you're right, Daddy. You have been doing this for over 20 years. But you don't be like, yes, Daddy, you have graduated 
from Central Michigan with a degree in forensic scientist. Now you have retired and still are able to help me in my current situation. It was just kind of like that. That's a directed, <laughs> the uh, character development. That could have been like directed. That could have been writing. Yeah. Because she could have just nonchalantly like, well, you right, Daddy. You 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 did retire for forensic scientists. We know, we know. And we would have understood it. But for her to give like a, 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 whole a resume. description of what he did, yeah. <laughs> like right, a character description. Or of like her brother, like, yes, brother, you have been trained to fight. But I do not want you to go out there and hurt anyone. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that was the only thing I could say about the acting. Some scenes seemed rushed and like over like too fast like like at one point the characters were talking too fast so that's what it was I, a lot of insignificance in that movie it was it was a lot of stuff that we didn't need to like stuff we could have drew inference of like say for instance one of your questions Vinny, was who is this white woman then right. we found out who the white woman was but it was like we didn't need we could have just had the two characters Sitting. Talk about her part or whatever yeah. or who she was and why they called you money. And we didn't need to see none of the scenes with her and or her, her friends, friends <laughs> or the police talking to her. Like, we didn't need to see any of that. So that was just like a waste of 15 minutes. Like, why is Malik, uh, your little brother in, Malik, your little brother in this movie? <laughs> now, uh, what was the question, Betty? You, you kind of worded it perfectly. I always say, what was the most memorable part of the movie for you? But what, what how do you want to phrase that? Is that a good way of saying it? Memorable. One of the scenes, the, the scene that stuck out the most. Yes, in a positive manner. Oh, oh positive. I was about to tell you something else. Then we can go positive total, and negative. We're going to start. Totally now, go positive, me. Go All right. So let me tell you what was the part for me. <laughs> the part for me, when it first opened up and they had that sex scene between Corey and Olivia when they right. was in college. Baby, I could have did without ever seeing any of that in my entire fucking life. <laughs> I almost turned the goddamn movie off because I was just so fucking disgusted and watching that all together. Like, I, I could have did without that part. We could have just cut that out. So that would been your negative. would have been your positive. Y'all could have just been like, they had say, they could have just been like, Inf um, inferred you know, that. Uh, yeah, like they could have just inferred that they had sex and, and moved forward. Like drop the tile on the floor. We know, like, oh, they having sex. Yeah, not that none of that extra shit that we saw. I that was a negative. Now, what would you say a positive part? Of? Um, I think the good part of the movie was the actual um conclusion of the storyline. I agree. I agree. <laughs> like when we get down to the meat and potatoes of what was going on, I think that was probably um the best part. Like, oh, okay. I see where y'all was going for an hour and 45 minutes. We probably could have got here in about 45 minutes. But <laughs> I think, you know, I think the message or whatever they were trying to convey was good. But where did we go wrong at? So what about, like, one of the other things that stuck out for me is, what was this drink that they was drinking called Greatness? Like, what was that? Was okay. that, like... Was they sponsoring the movie? Was that so, plugging? Was they plugging that? So my... <laughs> the most memorable negative part was when the daddy was drunk and had the flashback <laughs> and then he like sobers up when the doorbell rings and <laughs> I'm like like you were just on your ass and now you all of a sudden like hey come on in <laughs> uh, and I think in. in the positive part which is like positive flash confusion is when we finally got a chance to understand who daddy and who mama was who 
that's when I was like, oh, okay. So it, it, the totality of the story about coming together uh, was what I liked about it. Well, I agree better. They could have got there in about a good 45 to 60 minutes at the most. Yeah. So I really feel like they, I feel like, um, I feel like it was no significance in that brother being in there. Um, yeah. we didn't need that. I, I don't know what we needed that for. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like we could have did without that. Um, I, I don't know if you all watched the credits, but it was, I think the same family like wrote, produced and directed it. And that's what, cause I was kind of watching that. Now do the you The same all, family wrote and produced what? The, the same the people film. that was in the. No, it wasn't the same people. I thought it was the same people in the film, but this was directed by like Devon Bray. But when you look at the credits, I think it just seemed like the same lab people with the last name Bray had wrote, produced, directed the whole film. Mm, it could be possible. I when kind of going back to what you were saying about that that uh opening scene, I thought we was about to get into uh what they call some misconduct. Uh, when it first oh, started, oh, you I thought was that like, was gonna happen? Oh yeah, because I way thought that's all what the security. I was like, oh, he about to catch a case, and it's about to roll roll downhill. Why? Why like, couldn't they show the same people? Like, why they couldn't have the same actors for the nine years before and the nine years later? Because <laughs> I like, we could have, we probably could have just rolled with the same actors. Like, it, it wouldn't have made that big of a difference. I agree. It was like we was going back to when they was fifteen or something. It was only like nine years. The acting was. Eh. Definitely, so, yeah. So let's do this. We're going to take a small break, and when we come back, we're going to pick up a little bit more of this topic, and then we'll get into our rabbit holes. So sit tight, everybody. And we are back. And before we <laughs> went to break... I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to interrupt you, but why you got to do that hand gesture every that time? That hand gesture. That's everybody. Like we got no, the we're back. Out the way. Okay, <laughs> back to business. <laughs> And we, before we left, we was kind of in and on this whole movie before we get into our rabbit hole. And Nada, what was your positive and negative takeaway from the movie? <laughs> Favorite, well, I say funniest moment is when um, they were getting ready to do the deal. And uh, my man walked in and he was blindfolded. And his girlfriend, um, he, he told his oh, girlfriend, he was like, he was like, why? Yeah, he was like, why it smell like cigarellos and polo black up in here? And then, <laughs> then she took off the, the blindfolds and it was uh, a stud, I guess you want to say. Standing there, talking about what's up, Jake? Are you ready? To, uh, what'd she say? It was some kind of line. She said, some kind of real aggressive line she said. And he said, oh no, is we about to get robbed? Bitch, who is you? <laughs> that was I funny. About that. that was a funny thing altogether. Now that you're right, I thought about that. Like, but that was one of them things that we talked about. Like, we did not need this at all. Like, we didn't need who that. Was the because it, of it? Yes, none. And there was none whatsoever. His whole Besides, character was comic relief. Yeah, so that's why I was yeah. asking in the beginning, like, was this was it supposed to be a comedy or was it a drama? Like, because he he made it funny. He made it like for the parts that was entertaining. I I guess that's my positive. He made yeah. it entertaining because you know he he made light of the the scenes. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question though? Did my man really hurt his wrist from over uh, indulging himself? Is that how you lost? Baby, <laughs> like, sir. Is we fucking serious? Like that was another thing that we could have. 
Why do we need that? Why do we need that? Fuck your feet could have failed. Any goddamn thing. Like, why was this necessary? Like, not to say that could have been. That's pure comedy in in that aspect. So, yeah, we didn't need that. So we gonna move on to the rabbit hole, and we had a bumpy good weekend here in Detroit. And Betty gonna <laughs> kick off this rabbit hole with a little. I should say we gonna slide into this rabbit hole, and Betty's gonna help us. Uh, put it in the sack. Go ahead and let us know what, what the rabbit hole is. Not put in the sack. So, <laughs> over the weekend, we had the grand re re reopening of the giant slide, and then within that same day, we had the grand re 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 reclosing uh, because they had to shut that shit down. People were slipping, sliding, bumping and grinding all up and through that damn giant slide this weekend. And I was here for all of it. Okay. All of it. So if you all don't know what we're talking about, you can go to the shade room or you can go to click on Detroit and just put in the giant slide. CNN. CNN. Giant slide. <laughs> and watch kids losing their life on this metal slide. Now, Betty, you're originally from Detroit. You as well, Nada. Was this slide always metal or was it plastic or what was what was the material? prior to it was i think it was metal before but they had like a like a coating over it like a yellow okay it, so was, it was yellow metal. before yeah, it, it was we yellow were kids, it was yellow so you come down that slide and any fucking thing that touched that slide was now green or whatever color because that yellow rubbed off on your shoes gotcha. i didn't burnt up all my k-swiss on yep. that thing my windbreaker yep. jackets on that thing um and you would get the shit burnt out of your thighs with that yes. last oh, okay that used to have. so they just but took the yellow off know. of it Baby, I don't know what well, they did to it. I did Go a ahead. little research. So I, okay. I, I believe what they did is that they not only <laughs> took off that yellow coating, but they put some type of oil on top mm. of that silver part. <laughs> and on top of that, they made some of the humps or the bumps more steeper. So they're, they're a little more deeper than what we grew up on. So that's a bad combination um, altogether. Now they got those burlap sex that they used before we had like a little rug that ain't yeah. got like oh, potato yeah. sex that these people are going not baby i ain't never seen nothing like this before like <laughs> me neither. after you seen the first because listen when you get on the giant slide you have to walk up at least 100 stairs to get to the top that right now alone lets me know that i'm not gonna be doing that shit in my old ass age at all fucking period <laughs> um no stairs is worse than the rocky stairs um when he was running <laughs> but if you walking up those stairs and you get to the top and you see motherfuckers flying off of that bitch, I'm going back down. <laughs> I'm not about to slide down there. These fools was watching these motherfuckers flip off of this thing. Like literally, people was. <laughs> Do y'all know that this made national news? I saw it on CNN. Yeah, it was CNN the shade room. Um, it was everywhere. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel Live talked about it last night. I saw it on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Oh um, wow. He's not he's not hosted right now. He has a was it it's a, a black guy, Lamar Lamorne. Oh uh, I can't think, but he's a comedian. He's he's in the place of Jimmy Kimmel because I guess Jimmy Kimmel takes the summers off to be with his kids. But anyway, he did like a whole segment on the uh the um giant slide. He talking about I definitely showed this to my kids. So if they ever act up, I'm gonna take their little asses to Detroit and put oh, them on the giant slide. Well, <laughs> Listen, the funniest thing was one of them said, 
Uh, I, now that I think you told me about the one that said uh, these they go uh, rock their ass right to Sinai. Sinai Grace. Which is, like, <laughs> which is they a They away from the Sinai Grace. <laughs> And that's the hospital that's notorious <laughs> for people not making it home mm, from. Mm. And uh, then somebody said uh, they asked to slide right into Swanson, which is a funeral home. So <laughs> the jokes were forever lasting, and I think we even got a song out of it. Yeah, some some uh, Detroit rapper made a song about Was it G-Mac? I think his name G-Mac. He made uh-huh. a song out of everything. He, he made a song out of everything. Song. He make all the songs, but it was funny. Uh I think what was funny is when I was singing the kids, like, like you're supposed to slide over each and every hump for the most part. Like these kids hit that first, second hump and just took off and just. Like, I mean, they're airborne, <laughs> yeah. But apparently, this, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and then they said like the instructors were saying they were that you're wrong. supposed to lean, yeah, that forward. you're supposed to lean you're forward. To, your kids I'm like, that listen. makes you gain speed. No, right? Yeah, because we just had to lay back. I don't remember leaning forward on that rug. Well, yeah. if you lean forward, the force that's coming to you will be stopped by your body, so you're not as going as fast as opposed to laying down flat like a car where the wind is going over you. Okay, but I that think makes somebody sense. was leaning forward and they had still was around. <laughs> I definitely saw people leaning forward and they were still, yeah, airborne. The crazy thing about it was oh. I saw one video and I was like, this shit ain't right. I had no clue that it had become like a national thing, like that everybody <laughs> was talking about. So like I seen the one video and I shared it on Facebook. And then the next thing I know, I started seeing more and more and more. And it just became like a whole weekend of <laughs> laughter. Just... I didn't even know it was going to be that big yeah. thing. But baby, those videos were hilarious. And people kept letting their kids get on there. What was funny is like once people start, like you saw people like bumping and sliding off and flying into the gate. More people showed up to get on the damn thing. <laughs> like, yep, yep, yep. like, what were you thinking? So, that that was definitely the Slide highlight of this week. At weekend. your own risk, you have been warned. And I think <laughs> every head, state, take that shit. I think every major city in the state has some type of slide because we had a slide yeah, too. Like it usually comes here. to a carnival, but uh-huh. that was at uh, the Belle Isle slide. So, but it's back. Is it back open though, or what it's they? back open now with an instructional video that they posted. So y'all motherfuckers can know how to lean forward, forward. on the slab. Yeah. yeah, ours ours here, it's it's about the same height. Uh-huh. I don't think it's I don't think it's as wide, but it's not silver. It's like like the old school where it was yellow. Ours is white here. Now look, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't the the old not in Detroit, but just in general? I thought the older slides had like lanes. Mm-hmm. This new slide looked like you could cross lanes if you wanted to. This, yeah, ours got lanes think- here. Yeah, you would just be in a lane. The old one didn't have lanes either. Okay. It didn't have mm-hmm. real official mm-hmm. lanes. Because sometimes, in, you know, like back in the day, we used to be able to, like, go down, hold the hands. Remember, some people used to yep. go down face forward. Yeah. Because you imagine the motherfuckers going face or go forward. go down backwards. <laughs> yeah, backwards. we used to do that. Yep, you go to, go down backwards, go down forwards. I um, wouldn't lay it flat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the... some of them that have, like, little, pla- like, you in a lane. And you might bump no, over, but you don't. It ain't no dividers. Yeah. No. That motherfucker just an equal out. You can just slide out. That's a skillet. Mm-hmm. If you got metal in that hot ass sun in Detroit that's been over this summer, you just took the coating off, you was in a skillet. That's why <laughs> let me know that I need to sign up for my fucking AARP card ASAP. <laughs> no, sir. I do have a, a, a old person question. I have two. I have a confession and oh, I have shit. an old person question to ask. So my, I'm going to start with the confession. 
I was watching the Tank interview on uh, The Breakfast Club. And I thought I was the only one, but I don't know where to buy new music from because when I turn on my phone, motherfuckers' albums just be there. Like when you log into your whatever, like your album is all like Tank New Album was there, Meg The Stallion album was there. So when they were like, oh, so and so, so X amount of numbers, like, well, who the fuck are they selling them to? Because I've been watching, listening to these albums for free for like the last four or five years. But well, Tank had to walk them through how to buy the album. Oh, I oh yeah, I'm about to say because people are well, iTunes they still buy music and whatever. I haven't bought shit. I okay. look for that shit on. I'm old as fuck too because I still pay for Pandora. I'm probably the only person on the fucking planet who still listens to Pandora. But Pandora <laughs> does me right. I go to look up the album and download the songs into my collection. Do you pay? For, well, you yes. already paid for the monthly subscription, right? I pay for the subscription. Yes. Okay. I, I haven't paid for any albums. Right, but that's how I listen to it. If I, I think it was at one point I was paying for an album, like I would have bought a couple songs here and there from Google Music, but I don't even think that's the thing anymore. I see, I listen to all my music on YouTube Music. So, all once you go to like YouTube mm. Music, like all the new music is there, you just click on new music and Tank, yeah. Meg, and some old people. Hell, I think the, the Platters had a, a re release of an album that came <laughs> out. So that's what I'm just you, be like. You said the who? The platters. The platters. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure I heard you right. Okay. <laughs> so I just didn't know, like, when Tank was like, "Oh, so and so sold three hundred thousand copies." Like, who the fuck they sell it to? Like, who? I thought it? they was just going off for of streams and stuff. Now I didn't know it was like actually off an of album. So I guess if you buy it off iTunes, that can count as a sale. Like, I just be streaming it because I think DJ Envy and Charlamagne was like, "Well, we already got the album right here." They were like, "No, you have to." You can buy the album. He's like, well, how you buy the album? He's like, let me log you into the to the iTunes and show you how to like, oh, this is too much. Like, I ain't got time for all that, bro. Um, I speaking of the tank interview, um, and I know that was your confession, yeah. and I don't wanna Oh Lord. I like Tank. I, I do, do think I think he makes real music. grown people music. However, who is these people besides maybe three of our friends? This actually going about a tank album. Who was like, let me go into Apple Music and buy this tank album? Nada, did you buy it? Because I know you you do shit like that. Oh, uh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> let me know. You a poverty ass uh, individual. You be pirated. <laughs> I, I haven't bought an album. <laughs> I haven't bought I an album in years. I forgot I was talking who I was talking to. But yeah. I don't know who does that. Like, who was like, let me go cop this. Of all the shit, like, oh, let me a cop Chris Brown. Right. Let me go cop this Tank album. I heard it was great, though. Like, I heard it it's was a, good a album. great it album. Uh, yeah, he, yeah he I did probably got to listen to it. I'm listening to books right now. I, can, I don't have time to listen to no new music. I got to catch up on my books. So, I don't know. It, it is definitely a good album. Tank has been consistently making good music. Uh, what was He did an interview where he was explaining... Uh, when we Tank do more interviews than he do because <laughs> he, he said when he was like they was trying to put R&B in a certain category that wasn't getting the shine that other music was having and he had raised the question is like when I do an R&B song it automatically goes to all the black radio stations or black urban radio when Sam Smith sings the exact same song that I sing all of a sudden he's whisked away to like the, the top pop uh, charts yeah, he's like, and this because remember Tank did an album. He was singing some of those Sam Smith type style songs, and he was just saying that, just trying to understand that we need to 
B R and B needs to have R&B. its space. Yeah, protect. You know, that's been his whole thing about protecting R and B. You know, staying true to R and B. And he would. That was just a uh, like a question he raised. Uh, he went through a thing where he was trying to fight to get some of his old music back. And he, he's definitely been on on, on people's head he about that. He had some kind of licensing issue with um, so, Maybe I Deserve. Yeah, yeah. Because for a long time, you could, I yeah. could not replay that. So I used to have to, like, do a whole bunch of maneuvering to replay the song. Now I can repeat. I can put it on repeat. Yeah, he said that. Anytime yeah. I hear that song, I got to put it on repeat because that's my shit. Um, so okay, there's that. So he said when he did when he did when we he he said when we was so quote unquote controversial that it just took off because they couldn't put him in that old school R and B box where like all the old niggas be because he said fuck yeah because it it had that lyrical content because you know sometimes he said in the music industry still segregated and there's still a lot of ageism he's like so if Brian McKnight comes with a new record no matter how good it is they gonna throw that nigga in this section over here of contemporary elevator uh, R&B. Uh, so they were trying to put uh, him over there. The right. So when he so when he came out with the win we they was like, well, we can't throw you over there. So they just wound up playing the planning in the, you know, you have a uh a, a, a Drake song, then a tank song, then the then the win we then somebody else. And he said all the people doing the dances to it help make the song stay relevant and you know make him re-relevant again so shout out to tank you know what made tank relevant what's that when he did that um when he did that movie with uh latoya lucky i knew you that, was gonna say that, that. <laughs> i knew you was gonna say that he he joke about that too on the podcast he's like i'm a bet celebrity red carpet <laughs> i might sign a few autographs he is because i watched the shit out of that movie that was my movie he was he was a fucking monster in that movie to that girl but you know that's that's neither here nor there so that was my confession now my other thing was i did why does the shade room on site and all the other ones whatever the third one is share the same information like they don't have like you can't go to one and get different information they share the same same shit is it all ran by the same person that's like my old nigga moment it might it might be it's possible like because the giant slab will pop up on the shade room on site and all that i'm like it's the same story Normally, when you uh, when they post something, shade room be killing me because they be acting like they really got staff writers that really be like, <laughs> y'all just find some shit on the internet and, and, and regurgitate which y'all didn't already found. <laughs> um, but let's see, let's see if if our trusty Google will hold us down today. Yeah, because I never understood that. Now, have you? I mean, have you all noticed that? Like, if you like the giant slide is gonna pop up on the shade room on site. Somebody else is whatever the other. What's the third one? What's the, the spiritual world? Shayro, Shayro, oh, yeah. Ball no, alert. Ball alert. Maybe that's the one. Mm. So that's I'm like, why is he sharing sharing the same story? Even when they sh- share the clips of like uh, the Zeus Network, like why are y'all all y'all sharing the same clips? So maybe that's there's my old way of wondering like we will have to check into that and get back to y'all let y'all <laughs> right right because this look like this google about to take me to some down a rabbit hole that's a whole yeah, nother rabbit, rabbit hole. hole you're right yeah that was a good question man take an old nigga to think of something like that like the same damn story listen my old lady brain be working honey <laughs> now that you ain't had you ain't had no rabbit hole content for us this week you normally <laughs> got a good rabbit hole 
What weird shit did I watch this week? I don't have anything this week, y'all. You ain't got no, like, you didn't see, like, a farmer's type thing? Well, I did see something that made me think of you, Nada. Apparently, it's this black vegan thing, uh, IG page. And it's yes, like I all these. follow that. And he was, I guess, whoever video was saying that grocery store fruits and vegetables are, even though it's more healthier than the process, it's still not good for you because they've been sitting in warehouses before they've been released. So if you want fresh fruit and vegetables, you should go to like a farmer's a market. A farmer's market. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so even though you charged me two ninety nine for grapes, these motherfuckers still ain't fresh? Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. I agree. You like it. Speaking of, why is food so goddamn high? Good point. Is, I, is, is, this your, is this your rabbit hole, Betty? I just took over because you didn't have shit. So is this your way of telling me that I'm taking over your segment? No, I'm just saying, is this your, I was just asking them, see, you just can't, you just can't be, you know, I just can't ask. I thought you were trying to tell me to shut up. No, I'm just but, saying, is this, is this your rabbit hole? That's I've been I talking, just, I've been talking the entire rabbit hole. I, I think they tired to listen to my ass talk, but no, I, know I was just asking. Because so I'm telling you, I'm about, to, I'm about to go, um, I, like, I want to go vegan, but shit, and fruits and vegetables is high. Why is eggs four dollars? Where you bread, buy eggs? What eggs you get for four dollars? The fucking Kroger brand, eighteen count large eggs in that oh, recycled yeah. ass carton. They be falling apart. Three dollars and seventy nine cents. I'm rounding that shit up to four dollars. I haven't eaten eggs. So I got to go look at this because I, I. Oh my god! Bread four dollars. What is going on? Milk three dollars and nineteen cent. You know, broke my fucking stick about shit like that because I be in the store like, uh, uh-uh, not today. <laughs> we got four eggs. We about to make them work. Because <laughs> when I went to the, bad groceries. the farmers market in a uh, rural oak, they have like every Saturday from like seven to one, seven a.m. to one p.m. Shit. A, a bushel of peaches was like ten dollars. I'm like, what the fuck is in these peaches? Like a, a, a basket, a basket of peaches oh. was like ten dollars. Mm. I'm like, shit, they 99 cents at the grocery store. What the fuck is in these that's, peaches? That's they, barely, they barely, that's t- they barely, they barely okay. 99 cents now. But yeah. okay. but nowadays, by the time you get that fruit, if you do buy that Kroger, so so to speak, or like Randazzle, sometimes you buy that stuff and it's sitting in your refrigerator for three days, it already be going bad. And something else I've noticed too, because I have quite a few friends that have gardens around here, right? Mm-hmm. And they bring me stuff out of their garden because they can't keep up with all the stuff that they have. Right, right. I've noticed that the stuff that, that's like organically grown in their gardens, are, it, it doesn't last as long because it's so fresh. And it right, doesn't have like right. all those chemicals mm. versus when you buy stuff from the store, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, 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 it has a little bit longer lifespan. Mm-hmm. But well, you can just tell the difference when you see something that's like grown personally versus what's given to you in the store. You can see just how, like, even when it starts to, you know, go bad or start to mold or whatever, even that looks different. I'm like, what are they really putting into this food that we buy? But a lot of a lot of our stuff is GMO because like like now that like yes. you're saying when you get stuff from your friends, 
none of the stuff that you get, none of it's going to be shaped the same. Everything is going to have its own shape, yeah. its own size, yeah. its own color. Like everything is going to be different. It's not going to be anything uniform. But when you mm -hmm. buy it in the grocery store, everything is perfect and pretty and yeah. shiny and everything is one color. So I definitely think that a lot of stuff is being um, genetically sure. engineered more so than they're telling us. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah, because my thing was that they came out with something. They like if on that video I'm speaking of, the guy was like, "Oh, if you if you buy fruits and vegetables and it starts with a four, this is what it means. If it starts with a nine, that means it might be organic." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know all that." But they say is you these numbers to, on the stickers. Yeah, it's like when you buy apples or something. It's on the sticker. They'd be like, "Oh, this is whatever four. And he was like, mm -hmm. four means something. Nine means something." And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." But they say you're supposed to like wash your fruit and vegetables. And like a vinegar water mix, mm -hmm. yeah, to yeah. soak all the chemicals yeah. and stuff off or something like that. Uh huh. So. And you strip it off, and that shit don't be shiny no more, or nothing. Right. So yeah, you gotta they, like soak it, soak it. This mm -hmm. has triggered a uh, rabbit hole for me next week because uh -oh. I live around next a lot week. of farmlands. I'm gonna have to do some research on it. That's what I'm saying next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I live around a lot of farmlands, and they have those different type of tags, like in, oh. in their on their land. Of saying what type of product it is. So, ooh, excuse me. Um, what I'm gonna do is like slow down one day and actually read one of those signs and then Google it to see what it's about. Because it'll say like this is a sun, sun whatever, sun coast product or something like that. Right. You'll see those signs just when you're driving by their, you know, their land or whatever. You'll see them like you know actually in the the fields out there. So I'm gonna actually. Google those one day to see what it is. Because now you would see maybe just like one or two, but now it's like every couple yards you're seeing those type of signs like down the entire road. So they, it's like they're hmm. they're really trying to advertise what type of product that is. Like, yeah, it looks like corn, but y'all really saying this is it's this type of corn. So like, what does that mean? They all got like different different uh, categories, like how they got different apples. Is that what you said? Like Gala Apple, Granny Smith Apple, like is it something like that. that. No, um, it's like a sign. Well, that, yeah, I'm gonna have to check into it, but it's like a sign to say this is a, this is this type of, not necessarily what type of vegetable they're growing, but I mm. think it's more so of the process that they're doing. Mm. I'm glad you brought that up because I bought some fish from a uh, Kroger from not in the the case, but from like behind where they pick out the one you want there, cut it up or whatever. And one said uh, color added. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And he was like, it's that farm raised one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said it's farm raised and they feed the mm -hmm. fish carrots to give it color. I was like, oh, is that a thing? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. But but the thing about it is, I bought some wild caught salmon. Okay. And I prefer the fucking uh, I prefer the uh, farm raised salmon. <laughs> I did not like. Yeah, <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, but I was like, get this shit out of here. I don't want this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, give me the farm raised salmon. But now that I thought about you when I dropped Quincy off at school. Because drop him off at school is like 45 minutes off the freeway of driving through farmland. So I thought I was like in Queen Sugar. And I really... I really feel like I I'm really, in Queen Sugar sometimes. Which is coming Yeah, back. I really felt like these were some cornfields out here. I was like, I didn't even know they was growing this kind of corn and shit in Michigan. So I was like, I got to tell Nada. I forgot to tell you that. But when I was dropping imagine, my baby off at school, 45 imagine, minutes worth of farms. Imagine running late for an appointment, going down a one-lane road, and there is a line of traffic because there's a tractor 
blocking just, traffic. Just moving slowly just, down. And you know how slow they go. So it's just like a line of traffic. Just waiting for him to turn down his next, you know, his next little maze. It's it's quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I always say, you know, people be like, they want to move out of, you know, Michigan. I want to move out of Michigan. I don't think, I mean, I've been in Michigan for 40, almost 41 years. I do not want the anxiety of trying to relearn a new state. It's peaceful, like I though. just it's so peaceful. I, I probably would have to move. I don't know. Like I I just my mind, I, I you know how they be like you, you get set in your ways. Right. Like you know, stuff that's unfamiliar to me gives me anxiety. Like even driving in unfamiliar areas gives me anxiety. So I would be nervous to figure out how to drive on the freeway. And like when I go out of state. I'm going to get an Uber or you're going to have to come pick me up and drive me around. I am not driving on nobody's interstate that I ain't never been on before. I will freak the fuck out. Like, I will be, like, pulled over on the middle of the freeway, like, somebody come get me, because where am I going? Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to have to, I, but I'm going to be rich, so I'm just going to give me a driver, then I can move where I got. I need to go. Bam, that's it. That's, uh, that's how you solve that problem. Problem solved. <laughs> problem solved. I just wonder when people move from Detroit to the South, whether it be Atlanta or Texas, how do you get reacclimated to that group of white people? Because it's a different group of white people from Texas, Atlanta, from the South than it is from like Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you're in Detroit and you move to Atlanta, you don't remember, you may not necessarily have to interact with quote unquote outly racist people, but you go down there, they just drop the shit off on you. Like, oh, like, that's just how they is. Like, wait, that's just how they is. Like, you, you get that here. You get that okay. here. It's not necessarily the South, but they have a lot of South, Southern ways. Wait. Here. I'll say <laughs> that. Um, not necessarily the accents, but their lifestyles, definitely. Right. I mean, you do have some that are very blatant and, you know, like, oh, you're one of those, you know. Right. And then you'll have some that may look like, those type of people, but are super down to earth. Right, Coveralls, okay. cowboy boots, you know, hats and everything. You would say, oh, there go, you know, there's a redneck, but super down to earth and be having a little biracial grandbabies and just be loving them to death. Yeah. <laughs> would would I, die for them. So as I, I say, like it's it's really hard to gauge. You you it, it really paints a picture of you can't you can't judge a book by its cover. By its cover, right. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like now that I, I like I try not to judge people like I normally judge by how you treat me. So like if I'm out somewhere and I'm like you know hey how you doing or if I like you know I talk to every fucking body. So if I'm like talking and you give me some kind of shade, I'm like oh bitch okay I see what you want. Let yeah. me right. move the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I was riding down the street uh, the other day. Me and my sister were in the car and it was a um, <laughs> every time I see one of those fuck Biden signs or like one with the little thing peeing on body, I always laugh. So I, he had that on the back of his truck but then he also had the Trump 2020 sticker and then he also had something that said fuck being PC. So I was like oh yeah he got too much going on. This motherfucker is racist. <laughs> like you know like you maybe the road, one man? you know uh, I wasn't far. I was on fucking yeah. Starfield um, in 15 miles so I wasn't far. <laughs> but yeah I was like mm, I automatically think when I see people in a pickup truck out there anyway I'd be like mm-hmm, stay clear. But I was just like but he had too much going on on the back of that pickup truck for his ass not to be racist. Oh my goodness! Well, this has definitely been a rabbit hole within a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, we went deep down in there, didn't we? So let's do this. Hey, we ain't been there that long. I mean, I that, we ain't been there in a while. 
we're gonna wrap it up tonight. We don't want to give y'all too much, so you won't come back next week. So what we're gonna do is wrap it up tonight. And before we get out of here, my name is Ben, and to my right, you got me, you girl, you got your girl Nada. Uh, to my right, who we got? It's your girl Betty, y'all, and I'm out. See you all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.